you're listening to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello and welcome to Dear Alice. Today we're talking about decorating for the holidays. I'm so excited. You guys, Sue's is so good at decorating for the holidays. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. You're better than me at this. Stop. Yeah. Guys, I'm like an elf. I She really is. If I didn't love real trees so much, it would for sure already be up right now. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Do you get a real tree? Yes, we have like the last few years. I didn't know that. Because yeah, you can get them like flocked, a real tree flocked. And it's so glam. It's so mm. lovely. So I still get my white tree. But it's just the real thing. And so it still smells lovely. Oh. Um, so we'll see. I don't know what we're going to get this year because we have the new house. You but. would. Suze is a total purist oh. when it comes to the holidays. I love that. Like your smells are authentically real smells. Yeah. No Glade plugins here, folks. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just me and Grove. Yeah. <laughs> Just an Iowa pine, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, they do have a really good scent. <gasps> they do. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, you guys, um, so we are, we did a collaboration this season with Grove and they're partnering with us and they have a new collection with interior designer Jeremiah Brandt to bring you an exclusive collection of modern and sustainable home products. And the collection includes beautifully crafted fragrances and elevated home accessories. So they're offering it to all of our listeners. So when you guys go to grove.co slash Dear Alice, you're going to get a free gift set from Jeremiah Brandt's collection. Um, plus, you're also going to get free shipping off your first order. And that is a $35 value. So you're again, you're going to go to grove.co slash Dear Alice to get this exclusive offer for a limited time only. That's grove.co slash Dear Alice. You're welcome. You don't even have to go cut down a tree now. Yeah. <laughs> and subscribe and have it delivered to your door. Yeah. I think, Merry Christmas. I think that we should make you um, give us a tour through your holiday spectacular. Ooh, would you? pressure. I would absolutely love to. We'll do it on our Instagram yeah. stories okay. once I'd you get it to. up in yep. December at some point. You got it. Suze really is like a magical elf. You just have all of the best little this is and that's and none of it's available today. You just have been on a Christmas hunt your whole life to make it been. special. Yep. I'm, not, I'm a collector for sure. Not a hoarder, a collector. I like that. There's a difference. Good job. So fun. Well, let's tell them how they can um, best decorate their homes for the holidays. And, and this can be whatever you're celebrating. I think we all like to sort of put on a little, uh, you know, a winter show. Totally. Yeah. Just to make it feel special. And I feel like so many people I know have started early this year. It's because we're all home. We, we all need to feel a little bit more of that Christmas magic and everybody, it takes so long to put up your holiday. It does. It does. And then as soon as you put it up, you have to take it down. It feels like in December cause you're busy rushing around grabbing presents mm -hmm. and all the thing. But I, I feel like everybody that has already decorated for Christmas has just been like feeling such a mood lift mm -hmm. from it. Um, as we were just all kind of hunkered down in our homes. So anyway, so if you, if you have a faux tree, go ahead and throw it up. Yep. We're going to teach you how to make it feel like Christmas in your house in November. And don't worry about it being Thanksgiving because there's nothing more to be thankful for than Christmas. Yes, so. I agree. And those too. feelings of like peace and joy and nostalgia and all of the things that the holidays are to us. So um, let's start with the entry scene, should we? Yes. And then we'll sort of work our way through the house. I love that. Okay. So um, depending on your home, you might come in and see a visible sort of banister or railing in your house. So that's always really fun to, I think, draping garlands. 
And um, we have a long needle pine that we've sold forever at Alice Lane. It doesn't hurt your hands to deal with it. it. Yeah, we love that so much. Also, you know what I love? Um, Costco offers fresh garland. The cedar. Uh Uh-huh, the cedar. And and then, and I'll usually do, um, I'll do the fresh in some places in my house. And then I'll use our faux one in other places where people aren't going to come in contact. Mm -hmm. So I usually use the faux on my banisters because people are, going up and down, but then I might use a real one on my actual mantle because nobody needs to touch that. And I can clean that up pretty easily and it just drapes and smells so good. And you'd think I bought a real tree. So that's a pro tip too. If you have a Costco near you, get, get in on their live garlands and get a couple of them. I also love it too. Even like on your outside of your entry, putting on garlands outside. Cause then obviously it's real, it's living outdoors and then taking it up and over and like around your actual door yeah. on your casework and just have it kind of drape and puddle on the ground. Just mm. like, it's just mother nature's just taking advantage of your door. It's gorgeous. Mm. So, so, so pretty. And people will actually smell that. So anytime you can have that interaction with you or your guests that get to be reminded that that is real, I think is a bonus. That's great. I also love like a, it's sort of a, a bell, a jingle bell of some sort on my doorknob. So when people come in or leave that you get that jingling, it kind of also helps set the stage. Mm-hmm. And there's some nostalgic about it. It reminds mm-hmm. me of being a kid Yep. in the holidays. I also love doing that. Speaking of like your, your stair railing mm-hmm. and that no post at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Anyway, doing kind of a cluster of bells. We've done that before. And I just love that because it's, you don't have to I don't know, go crazy on these. They can be really edited simple decorations that'll, you know, kind of accent what you already have going on. So I think just the evergreen, just like feeling that whether you're a classic Christmas or you have something else going on, I think there's a way to do it in a sophisticated way um, that'll kind of get along with everything, but still set the mood for the season. Mm -hmm. So I love those jingle bells. Again, kind of wrapping that with a ribbon around that Noel post with a dropping garland down to the floor. Mm, That's good. I love that. Um, as some of you, I know in my entry, I have a console, mm-hmm. um, just off to the right when you come through my front door. So that's another really great place to, um, you can run garland along that and have that hang really long, um, onto the floor if you want, or just close to the ground. That always looks really, really pretty. And then, um, uh, I'm going to be, um, I've got a bowl on my console table along with some beautiful books. I think a lot of jingle bells in a bowl look pretty. All of the old brass and the new brass and kind of collections of things yeah. I think feel great. I also always have a holiday scent on my um, console because when the door opens, it kind of wafts that smell through. And then right away, my entry has a certain smell, you know, and I love so much when people come in, I go, Oh, your house smells so good. And you're like, Oh, me? Really? Stop. I don't even know what this it could be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's great. So we have a couple that smell, um, uh, Fraser fur is a favorite of mm-hmm. people's. And so we usually do that kind of front of house mm-hmm. and I don't have to remember then to light a candle because the yeah. diffuser is just always doing its thing. And that's a takeaway I think for everybody right now, whether you're putting a tree up now or later, just get your candle going. It'll mm-hmm. get you in the mood. So yeah, I love Fraser Fur. I think we've all stocked up on that already. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see it in a lot of retail stores already. We're selling it, selling out of it, truly. Yeah. It goes so fast. It does, yeah. And they do a good job on the packaging too. So it looks pretty with any kind of decor. Yep. I think. Um, so yeah, scent's really important. Another party trick that Sue and I love to do is if you have a hurricane, that's like 
um, a va- like a cylindrical type of a vase. You can drop a candle down in that and light it. And then nobody's going to blow it out or um, have it accidentally tip out. It's just kind of the safe little shelter for a candle. I feel like that makes its own sort of environment. And I feel like the scent is amplified yeah. inside of a hurricane. We have these beautiful smoky glass ones that... Um, as soon as they're in, they sell out. But those are, I think, incredible to drop any of your favorite holiday scents in. And they look like such a party trick. Well, we just got those kind of ribbed olive green ones. Ooh, yeah. They're so pretty. I don't know if we have lots of those. But if you can find a beautiful hurricane, it just dances the light. And it kind of, it's like a Christmas tree in your entry. Mm-hmm. You know, when you can light that candle and just like let that do the work, you don't have to do a lot of stuff around it. Yeah. So you get more time to do other things. I love that. You're welcome. Yes. Get a hurricane. Definitely. Um, okay, what else do we love? Switch out your greens to something more seasonal. So um, I also have a center hall table like later on down my entry road. And I put cherry blossoms in a large ginger jar through the spring. And then I usually switch out at fall time to a magnolia branch. And then for holiday only, I put in the fir branches. So if you do have like a large vase or a nice display of floral, switching those things out to be winter is fun. And you can even bend a few and, and hang like a random, you know, a uh, silver ornament or something on it, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of takes you through the entry. Yeah. And then now we're going to take you probably into like the next space you'll see is likely where you're going to have your Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Christmas trees a little bit. Let's do it. Um, Sue, what do you think, um, since you're sort of the magical elf, do you have a rule? you can share with people about like a certain number of ornaments that you think is sort of the golden rule that they should, if they're just starting to collect ornaments, if they're throwing, editing some of theirs away, what do you, what do you think is the magic concoction? We're going to tell you some formulas here in a second, but I will just say buy more than you think. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we always are going to show, like we want to do big scale at the beginning and we'll kind of take you through the steps of how to decorate a tree. Um, Because when you are doing a big tree, you want big ornaments. I think all of us grew up with like all medium sized ornaments and then it's Mm -hmm. all the same scale. Nothing ever stands out and it's not special. Right. So again, we're going to always play that scale trick, but just as a general rule, like for a six foot tree, um, you'll need about 60 ornaments, Mm -hmm. seven foot tree. And I would say if you're buying, if you're buying an ornament, like just get 10 of it. Yeah. And then if you're getting, like you just said, a seven foot tree, you're getting 70 ornaments. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're going to get seven of different things. Mm -hmm. And of course you're going to have like, the random orphan ornament where you only have one of it because it was a gift from mom or this was my grandma's or a neighbor gave it to me or my kid made this in school. That's okay. At least you have these unifying 10 of a kind and you have a, you know, you've got, you've got either six of them for the six foot, seven of them for the seven foot, eight of them for the eight foot tree and so forth. Yep. Yeah. It's a pretty easy from seven foot tree, 70 ornaments, eight foot tree, 80 ornaments. Um, but yeah, whenever you're going, like Jess said, just get 10 to a dozen of each ornament. Um, again, when we start to do our tree, um, depending on the type of, I don't know, the type of tree you have, some trees are a little bit more skinny and they're a little bit more branchy. Those trees are really great because everything hangs straight. It's mm-hmm. kind of like thoroughly modern Millie. And when her pearls lay straight <laughs> because she's flat chested. Anyway, that's the thing. If you have like a lot of icicles and if that's your jam, uh-huh. you're going to want something that has some air in the branches, right? Yes. Um, oh, you can imagine a full tree with icicles on it. They just like bend out the, 
out the sides. Yeah. And they're like gorgeous. laying on a diagonal. So it's kind of counterintuitive. Like, appreciate it. like you think a nice, big, tight, full tree is the end goal. It's actually the opposite for us that love to decorate a tree. We want um, negative space Air. so that the ornament can like, you can sort of see it and understand it and it can hang straight um, off of the branch. Yep. Yeah. They'll feel a lot more special. So, so yeah, we, I, I prefer that type of a tree. I think you too, you do as well, Jess. Yeah, that's the magic of getting, I think, a live tree too. Exactly. Is that you're going to get some of those weird negative, negative pockets, but then it feels really designer, I think. Because yep. you get to overcome it with, um, I know like one year I had a really skinny tree and I just wrapped um, satin ribbon all the way down the trunk you know, the whole tree oh, and cute. yeah. So it's really fun. Or you can put those really huge ornaments kind of down the trunk. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing these huge orbs and it's, it's Usually what I do. Yeah. It's magic, yeah, right? It's magic. It's just like bubbles, carbonation up the center. Uh-huh. It's really, really beautiful. And you just get this density of ornaments. And so if you are a collector, you have a lot of ornaments, you're going to be able to display them more and more beautifully with a skinnier, like not even skinny, like just a more airy tree. Yeah. Branches are further apart. Mm -hmm. Everything hangs better. I think, I think a tree that has been in both Jess and my favorite list is when we went to our client's home and she had a really twiggy tree like this, Mm -hmm. a lot of air in it. And she had icicles, the whole thing. It was just white lights and just these glass icicles from Sundance. And mm-hmm. since then, we've been collecting just for to sell to the public because mm-hmm. we love them so much. Icicles for people to buy because we're just obsessed. The whole thing was just drenched in icicles and they all hung so beautifully. And it just felt like you were outside yeah. um, after a storm. It was it's just Amazing. incredible. So. Yeah. And she had little tiny, they look like handmade silver um, uh, pine cones on it as well. So icicles and pine cones and... It's just magic and so classy and white lights. It was. It yeah. was just edited. And that's, I feel like most of our Christmas trees are going to have more than that mm-hmm. as far as like the types of ornaments. But yeah. for if you are an edited gal, this is a great trick to just find your one favorite thing and just douse the tree in that, specifically mm-hmm. icicles. If you're into the sort, if you're into that kind of thing, totally. And we've made that a practice of ours ever since we saw that is we've got to find icicles in the world to sell as ornaments, and we always buy like probably eight or nine different varieties so that they really authentically have different shapes, and some look more crystallized, and some are more transparent, and they are just it's really pretty to have something long and thin and transparent on a tree. It's great. And it picks up the light. So it's probably why um, my mom grew up in Seattle and they used to call it rain. You remember that silver tinsel you would put yes. on the tree? They would like take a little piece and hang it on the tree. So it kind of looked like it had silver fringe on it. Yeah. But growing up in the great Northwest, they called it rain. hundred <laughs> percent. We I know. should be doing that. Yeah. Labor well, intensive love. I think that's kind of like the, that long shape that's so pretty is you get that from the icicle. And drippy. Yeah, so Drippy. you if those of you that live up there or grew up in kind of a wet climate like that, I think the icicle might be something that will feel right at home mm-hmm. to you as well. Amen. Yeah, yep. so good. So um, before, like, I guess if you, again, going back to this formula of like several types of ornaments and lots of them, um, there's a couple tricks that I think that we, I, we love when you start, we would always start like, by adding maybe a garland, mm-hmm. a garland. And what and I don't mean like a fringe necessarily, but I mean like a garland that looks like a real life plant or foliage, right? And so we have like these beautiful lambs here, you know, that we've kind of like woven into our trees. And what that does for your tree, and you can do this with either a garland or picks, 
um, it just adds another dimension of a different type of material. Now, obviously, this is going to work better with the, your fuller trees mm-hmm. um, versus a skinny tree because you don't want to see the end of the pick. But you'll add your garland, you'll add your picks first to kind of like build up the actual body of the tree. Give them an example of what you mean by pick. By pick, it's just a long, like we, in one of our trees at the store, we have like these long plumes. Mm-hmm. And they're just, it's not a continuous garland of material, but it's an actual pick with a you know fullness at the end and a skinny pick at the base where you can actually kind of shove that into your tree, disguise it, and you just see this dimension mm-hmm. kind of coming out of the tree. And again, it just makes it look fuller and brighter and just really interesting and dynamic. So um, we love picks and I think you can get picks in any kind of style, Yeah, you know, whether you're holly berries or whether you're like peacock feathers or plumes or we have, we've done them all. So yeah, anyway. we're, we're doing it right now at the yes, store. Exactly. We, we do have uh, peacock feathers and the, the plumes are kind of this beautiful uh, blush, barely, barely, barely kind of nudie pink color. And mm-hmm. they are magnificent. We have them coming out of the top of just, one of our French trees. Just, it's so fun to see something that so- soft and flouncy on yeah. like a Christmas tree, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So pretty. So your first step is to just kind of make that feel full by just adding more, you know, dimension to it. And then you'll just start from your largest ornament down to your smallest. And you'll start to kind of place all your big ornaments where those need to be in those different gaps. And then you'll just kind of fill in the gaps with your mediums and your smalls. And again, the the difference of scales, I think is so interesting on a tree. And I think when you have a full tree, it's easier to put those one of a kinds, tuck those in spots. Um, because if you have a naked tree and you just put one right there, you're like, oh, Darn it. I wish there were more of you, yeah. <laughs> you know, but if it's with a lot of other friends, I think that that's the secret Yeah, to the magical tree. So agreed. That's fantastic. Um, so uh, anything else about personal pieces? I know that we are always like our kids, no, you know? Them. Yeah. And some people do two trees. They do a fancy tree, yep. you know, where the guests might be. And then a tree for the kids um, in the back. So that works. One of my tricks is um, I hang the kids' ornaments where the kids will see them. So down low on the tree. And then usually at eye level, you know, where us adults are is where all of the more choreographed ornaments go and up high to the top of the tree. That's the main thing is the kids just want to be able to see their ornament. So there's no point in putting it like right in your um, eye level, which is usually about five feet for most people, unless you're petite, then you're, you know, lower than that. So that's one way to get it on the tree and not, um, and not, if if it's not like your favorite look per se, then, um, just having it kind of lower on their level is, is still really thoughtful. Yeah. And I think as a kid, when you see your ornaments up on the tree, like there's nothing more like celebrated to your little heart than that. And honestly, that's why we're doing all this, right? Mm -hmm. For ourselves and for the sense of course, and the food, but like to show our kids have memories. I think we all have memories of our favorite ornaments of our mothers and, you know, like what we'd help them to go decorate with. Um, I know I do on mine, but um, another trick that we were kind of talking about is having individual little trees in your kids' rooms if you can. And that's a really fun spot for them to kind of plaster with stuff because they get to have their own tree. And it's not that you don't want, you know, you might like just take a few select ones and like rotate that throughout the years. And like this year you'll pick your favorite ones and you'll keep the other ones in a memory box Mm -hmm. and then they can take whatever ones that they want and put it in their little, little trees in their rooms. I think that's a really fun trick. Yeah. That's Um, a great idea. And also kind of, if you have a gorgeous box, kind of put some of those in there and then they can just open the box and look at them if you want to just kind of keep it tidy Mm. (laughs) in a way, you know, 
So, and I think that they would think that that was really special. Yeah, and evoke such a memory. Like, I wish right now I could open a box at my mom's house and see all of my ornaments I made with my little kid hands. Yes. Wouldn't that be fun? No, that's just something we were kind of talking about and thought of that would be a great idea, and I absolutely want to do that this year. Yeah. As well, I'm starting to get into that phase of making ornaments, so... So I cute. Can't wait. I think that's good, but I think it is important to kind of like have a spot for that, so that your kids have that memory mm-hmm. that th- those ornaments were just as important as yours. Yeah, so, agreed. Okay. That's great. Well, before we talk about the mantle, um, Sue, do you want to tell them about um, Grove? Yes, this holiday season, Grove has partnered with us, and we get to have a thirty-five dollar value given to us just when we purchase anything. So we have the Jeremiah Brent collection that they are giving us when we have any purchase at Grove. Mm-hmm. Um, we love, we mentioned the Iowa pine scent. Mm-hmm. Um, we love that. Their cleaning supplies are amazing, especially like just, I got the tub and tile one the other day, just oh. the Myers, and it's amazing. It smells so, so, so good. And I love knowing that it's organic and it's safe for my kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan and we're so lucky to have partnered with them. And just again, you can just hop on to... Um, if they just go to grove.co, um, that's grove.co slash Alice, dear Alice, then you're going to be able to get the exclusive offer for just a limited time only. And that's grove.co slash dear Alice. Okay. Let's talk about the mantle. The mantle. You know what Perfect. I love, Sue? Um, yes. When you do, you've done this in a few clients' homes when you set up their holiday for them. When you set up the garland in an asymmetrical way. Ooh. Yeah. I think it looks so designer. And by that, it's, yeah, it's like, um, it runs all the way along the top of the mantle, but then it drapes really heavy on one side. Yeah. It's interesting. Most mantles you're used to seeing are very symmetrical. You have the same tail on each end of the mantle, but with an asymmetrical one, like you said, you anchor it at one end and you kind of have it kind of drifting on that end. And then you bring it over and you bend it and you have it drop. Mm. Usually I, again, I like to take it to the floor. It's more dramatic. Totally. And again, it does feel designer and then also kind of gives you, instead of having all your stockings, just like straight along that row symmetrically, you can kind of bunch them up at one end too. So it's just, it's a really interesting weighted perspective. And you usually do that on the end where the tree isn't. Mm -hmm. Because usually when you're looking at that scene, the tree is always somewhere in that peripheral. And so by having the weight of the tree on one side and then having the weight of this drippy asymmetrical mantle on the other side is really interesting, a composition mm. for the eye. So pretty. So, yeah. And you can kind of also weight like candlesticks on the one end, mm-hmm. the opposite end if yep. you want to. But yeah. it's it's lovely. I, I thought that was like one of the prettiest things I've ever seen. In fact, if we have a picture of it, we should put it in our show notes. Put it on the show notes. Yeah, I think everybody would love to understand what that looks like. It's really pretty. When you have a good garland, like the actual like needle, and it drapes nicely, you don't have to add a ton more things. Mm-hmm. You know, we have done buildup on mantles where you add like, additional garlands and picks and ornaments and all the things. But I think those natural ones where it's just a nice full garland mm-hmm. are the prettiest if you want to light it up. I haven't ever lit up the asymmetrical ones because I just love the natural greenery of it. Yeah, I think it felt a little fictitious when I would try and string any lights in there. But yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like the fire is the light up. And the trees to light up. So not everything needs to be lit up. Everything needs you know? to be lit up. And, and this, is, this is a place where I like to use the real garland, mm-hmm. like I just talked about. And maybe from some of your tree um, sellers, like tree lots, they might also offer fresh branches. Yeah. Usually yeah. when they cut like the bottom branches off of a tree to make room for it to sit in its little tree holder, 
um, they cut those up into pieces and you can buy them and you can um, easily sort of um, stack those onto your mantle and it just looks great and smells fresh. So beautiful. And then it's not expected to be lit because it's the real deal. Totally. Yeah. A couple of tricks. If you're having, you're like, how do I anchor my garland to my mantle? A couple of things that I find really helpful is those like, I think you call them like a little cup hook. Yeah. With, you know, the ones that you can kind of screw in and it has a little metal hook. If you can plug that into like the corner, like where your mantle meets up with either like the rock or the drywall or something, get those little hooks down there. And like, you should be able to leave them there because your mantle is usually higher. Mm-hmm. But you put those in so that you can take your garland, wrap wire around it, and then anchor it to those little hooks Smart. on your mantle. Um, I've tried command hooks. They're not as easy just because the weight of a garland. Um, and a I just, I don't want it to fall when you're having a party. That'd be embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So let's not do that. So yeah, totally. That's agreed. one pro tip. So on the mantle, we basically always start with the greenery with or without lights. And um, obviously draping garland makes it feel a little bit more formal. You don't want to just run the garland straight across the top of it and not have it draped down the sides. No. I think everybody knows that, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're all in agreement. Yeah. yeah, that's great. And then um, options or tricks for um, anchoring the garland. We talked about that. Candlesticks. I love crystal candlesticks. Mm-hmm. I've got a thing for those. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the sparkle of them. So that's really pretty. And usually year round, mine are sitting up there and they don't always have a taper in them. Mm-hmm. So throwing a taper in those, I think, feels kind of traditional and lovely and, and also light them. Yes. I'm like, make sure they're kind of like down a little Drippy. bit. Drippy. Yep. Yeah. While you're decorating your Christmas tree, maybe just light those so you can keep an eye on them. And then they'll just sort of drip down to a really pretty level and blow them out. And then they look great for all season. Yep. And then light them when you have a party. Totally. We do oh, that at the, cool. at the store. We probably shouldn't, but whenever we do the holiday parties, we light oh. every candle in the whole place and everybody looks pretty in candlelight. It's magic, you guys. Yeah. It is so pretty. And then you're smelling the fragrant, the scented candles mm-hmm. in the background, but you're seeing this glow just dance around that mantle. And it's incredible. It is so, so, so pretty. So yeah. And the height, it's so easy to get candlesticks on a mantle because you might have some additional paintings or something hanging there along with your garland. So it can get full really quickly. So the candlesticks are just a really easy thing to plug in there that just like adds to, I don't know, adds to your vibe. Love that. And then stockings. Mm, yes. Right? Yep. Stockings. What kind of stockings do you have, Jess? I'm trying to remember. I always forget <laughs> what my holiday is. And every year I pull it out and I'm like, oh, hello, old friend. <laughs> I totally forgot about you. I think mine are a cable knit um, sweater situation and they're ivory mm-hmm. with a big cuff on them. And then I found little um, cursive initials that are ornaments and they're like, some of them are encrusted in diamonds. And so I have like a little for my Jane, cause my Jane, Jane sparkles. yeah, she says her middle name is sparkles when she was in preschool. So today we still call her Jane sparkles Bennett. So I thought that'd be funny um, to encrust hers in a, her cursive J in that. And I hang the stocking and then I hang her little um, sparkly J ornament on the same stocking hook. Mm-hmm. And um, just so we can tell ours apart cause they're all the same stocking. And then, you know, we've got an A for Adam, a J for Jesse, uh, you know, Cute. yeah, Kate and then Jane. So, and then the dog has a stocking too, naturally. Yeah. Naturally. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. What do you have for your stocking? Ours are embroidered, like, like oh, little stories. They're all like different. Like one has like this, I don't know, kind of nativity scene, but it's, I think it was from like Mexico or something for my Aww. husband. 
And we all have, they're different, but they get along with each other because they're all just kind of different stories. Mm. So I'll show you on the tour. Oh, I can't. Oh, yes. Sue will tour us through. Thank you. I can't wait. And you can use the stocking hooks or you can, again, use those cup hooks. My mm-hmm. mom always had them on the cup hook, so it didn't interrupt oh. anything on the top of her mantle. Of course she did. She had other things. So yeah. anyway, those little hooks can just be screwed up, and then you can take them right out, and you usually can't see them because so, mm-hmm. they're so small. So, yeah. Another oh, pro tip. That's great. Okay, so like the overall entertaining area, Yes. what tips do you have for the people, Sue? Uh, usually the entertaining area, we're kind of thinking of that as like the kitchen like the kitchen area, the kitchen, dining great area, room. great room. Yeah. Um, some of those more, I don't know, large spaces like your actual island. So we'll start, I guess, on the island, I think is a great spot. Again, like on your, you know, with the ginger jar, it's kind of the same idea. You would take out, you can put some seasonal greens into a big ginger jar and kind of evoke that feeling of the season. We think that that's a really great Great idea. Um, if you have a large bowl, display like winter fruits. And I think we're always craving it anyway, like really gorgeous oranges or grapefruits or pomegranates. Like just those fruits of the season just add such a good color mm-hmm. to the space. Oh, have you ever it's punched so um, cloves and oranges? Oh, cute. And you make patterns with them. Your thumb hurts so bad when you're done because those <laughs> things are prickly little suckers. But Jess will do a how-to. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. And then the smell of, smell of citrus and clove together are good. And when they kind of dry up, they still look really pretty. So, so pretty. that's fun too. Okay. Yeah. Good tip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Other things you can do, obviously, we talked about scents. And one of the, our favorite things to do um, in the kitchen, for me anyway, is we have always sold like the Fraser for dish soap or the the spray. I think Grove also has the Iowa pine mm-hmm. that you can also use on your countertops. And again, it's just doing those practical things that we have to do every day. Totally. We're washing our dishes. We're wiping down our counters at the end of the day. And all of a sudden it becomes luxurious yeah. if you have a beautiful smell. And I you're agree. like, this isn't a chore. This is actually really fun. I'm, I'm going to go clean for fun. Yeah. You know? So. Well, when you're doing your dishes too with a, um, with a wintry scent, mm-hmm. it smells just like you lit a candle. And so you don't even have to light a candle back in the kitchen area. I still do because I like putting on music (laughs) and yeah, having a candle lit and it it feels more romantic. And I feel like I'm in a holiday movie or something. Yes, indeed. Yeah. They should be filming us. It's so good. Speaking of music, um, we actually have an um, uh, Alice Lane Christmas playlist. And so if you guys need a playlist and you want to try ours on, it's A-L-X-M-A-S and it's on Spotify. So A-L is short for Alice Lane and then Xmas. So check that out. It's a lot of fun and you can do dishes to it or set up your Christmas to it. Or um, whatever it is, drive around town, whatever you want to do, wash your car. But um, it's a few of our, it's a a nice list of our favorite songs. A few, a few of the other things that we do, um, we like to put throws on things because it makes, uh, it makes it look like your sofa's got a blanket or a scarf on. I just think adding in an extra layer looks great. I also love throwing, um, I just barely threw a sheepskin on the back spine of my sofa and then put my pillows in front of that. And that added layer of softness just looked more wintry. I love that. Yeah, that was really great. Um, uh, getting serving boards out ready to serve looks yeah. like a party. So make sure and use that stuff. That's the reason why you bought it was for entertaining. And if you're not going to be entertaining a ton of people this year, still use it for your family because it's going to make it all feel special and it's going to make this year feel more normal to use to the best s- on you. Yeah. Yep. Every day. Yep. In fact, that's how um, Martin Lawrence Bullard defines luxury 
is just like living with your best, not saving your best just for um, special events. Yeah, just really living that way. So um, anyway, yeah, what else do we have? Uh, stock your fridge for entertaining. Yes, I think this is so important. I feel like you I, right now our like fridge in our garage is just full of drinks because we're just like waiting for people to come over. I love Even it. Even if it's this current event, all the things going on in the world. But it's just so fun to go make a, a special drink. My son calls it a beauty. He's like, mom, will you make me a beautiful drink? And it's just so fun to when you have, do you have someone come over to make them a beautiful drink? So just have those things on hand, have some cheeses, have some like beautiful fruits to pair with those, have chocolate, have just all the fun things that like you want to feel this season, go to the grocery store and just, I don't know, just feel it out and see what you, what you're feeling like. And that you'll be excited to share those things with your guests and your family. Mm, lifestyle. Lifestyle. I love that. Yes. yes I prepared, love prepared for the you lifestyle. Bring out, bring out your breadboard and just do a spread and you'll feel so fancy. I love that. Yep. I want that actually right now. Oh, we should go to Harmon's. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting up Harmon's after this. So good. Um, okay. So the last thing we wanted to talk about was maybe sharing a few favorite um, foods or recipes with our listeners. Yeah. And traditions. And traditions. Yeah. So Sue, what are some of your favorites? Some of my favorite traditions. Um, I always think of music. My mom is a big Carpenters fan, fan so I always think of Christmas Portrait. And the best. It is the best. best. I know some are like, no, I'm more of an Anne Murray girl. I am a Carpenters girl, mm. for sure, through and through. So Christmas Portrait, I always think of Christmas. My mom would always have that playing really early on. So that's a favorite memory. Food, obviously, we'll talk about that in a second, but I'll talk about it right now. Shoot. Yeah. Um, on between Christmas and New Year's, that's usually when we'd have like a little bit of a lull because mm-hmm. you're actually able to like settle down and like cozy up because Christmas is done, your shopping's done. Now you just get to relax with your family. Yeah. And it was always just right around then that we'd always have a day where my mom would make um, donuts. And like she has such an operation, you guys. I should post a video of that. You it's should. beautiful. Like yes. the flower in the air of Provo Grandma just doing her donuts. And it's my... It's her Aunt Annie's spudnet recipe. Mm. And I and she we even like framed that recipe on her wall. Cute. And it's just the cutest thing. And like people just come and my mom gets those like, I don't know, those restaurant grade like boxes and like stacks them and we go and deliver them to people and we carol and give bring people fresh donuts. Like what better gift is that? Amazing. So the smell of fresh donuts. Will you share the recipe? With I will these absolutely guys? share the recipe and ah. Every time I post this video on Christmas, everyone's like, what is the recipe? Because we just, there's nothing we want more Uh than just hot glaze in our mouths during during Christmas. They're so so good. Music, donuts, um, sparkly trees. Yeah. I just love it. That's so good. Um, I love um, pie. We grew up, we're a big pie family. So I need to share my mom's pie recipe. Uh, and so you have like every kind of topping depend on, depending on what you love for the holidays. So that's always a really, really good one. I'm trying to think what else, um, what else we love in the traditions. It all seems so funny to me, obviously matching pajamas. Mm-hmm. We all kind of have so that. Fun. My mom actually gives us ours um, after we clean up for Thanksgiving. So we can kind of wear those, you know, throughout the season, which is really fun. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And then she also gets all of the kids, um, church dresses and, and the little boys like little outfits with little bow ties and stuff. So there's something really cute about seeing little kids dressed, you know, alike. And it's fun for my grandparents to, or for my parents to sit down with all these littles around them wearing plaid and, yeah. you know, white shirts and the whole thing. That's really an adorable visual um, 
what else? We love hearing old stories about when my mom and dad were, were young. My, um, my dad's dad's birthday is Christmas Eve. So um, everybody opens a gift on Christmas Eve because grandpa always got to open gifts on Christmas Eve and then the kids would get jealous. And so it's passed down to all the generations. So we all open a gift for grandpa. That's cute. Which is really fun and makes us feel close to him and honor him. Um, I'm trying to think of the food things other than my mom's pie, but we'll just share um, some of her recipes for pies because they're just so yummy and I can smell them right now coming out of the oven. Yeah. Oh, and I'd say one of my favorites as far as listening, I love Sarah McLaughlin for um, her Christmas, her winter album is really good. River? Is that the one? Yeah, River. I love that yeah, song, song so much. Yeah. Joni Mitchell? Is that one? I don't know. I'm I've never heard Corey. I've never heard Sarah McLaughlin's either. What? I need to check that out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It right seems like this. you have to have heard it because it would be in like stores and everything else. Yeah, but I, I guess I'm, I've never like sought it out um also hello george michael last christmas <laughs> oh hello yes <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yeah so good is there christmas movies that you guys watch every year on repeat oh gosh i mean there's always like the christmas vacation is mm-hmm. hilarious like the most fun movie to quote um christmas vacation christmas story elf yeah um, elf is christmas funny. is so darling the family stone is my favorite by far oh, that's oh yeah one. that's a good one also really um good. last christmas came out last year yeah. and the whole soundtrack is george michael mm. and it's a really cute story it's a couple of the same cast members as crazy rich asians mm-hmm. and um it's unexpected ending and the music is so good it's so good yeah in fact like the opening scene is a children's chorus and they're singing um Oh shoot, which George Michael song is it? And it's so incredible to see in a church all these kids with the big white collars. Coral. Yeah, yeah singing. Um, oh shoot, I'm ruining the whole podcast. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> just watch <laughs> is last it, is Christmas. Is it a Christmas song that they're singing or just a George no, Michael? No, it's song? like, um, it's not a Christmas song, but when you faith? see it, and it's not faith, okay. but when you see it in that setting, it feels like holiday. Oh, okay. And like they're wishing goodwill and everything to you. And you're like, oh, this is so good. So. Anyway, that one made my husband cry. Oh, wow. Yeah, that movie. He just cried at the end because you don't expect the ending. But anyway, I hope this has been a fun listen for you guys. It's been fun for us to talk about all of these traditions and um, how to decorate your house. So um, I hope that you guys enjoy putting it up. And one last quick thing. I just don't want you guys to miss it, uh, to miss out on, again, the... Um, the collaboration we have going on with Grove. So when you guys go to grove.co slash Dear Alice, you're going to get the free gift set from Jeremiah Brandt. And um, it's going to be free shipping with your first order. It's a $35 value. And so you're just going to go to grove.co slash Dear Alice to get this exclusive offer. And um, that's grove.co slash Dear Alice. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. I hope you have fun setting up for the holidays and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 